You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Thanks for visiting our archives for the Hispanic Chamber Connections radio program with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands-Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Remember, we are live on Lone Star Community Radio every Tuesday from 1 to 2 p.m. If you have any questions, just reach out to us at the link below. And good afternoon. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez with the Hispanic Chamber Connection radio program. Thank you for being with us. I'm Dr. Carlos Sanchez, and we have a great program in store for you. We've lined up a wonderful, wonderful person to talk to you about healthcare and about senior services and things like that. Her name is Kelly Britton. In a couple of moments, I will introduce her. Before that, though, I just want to make sure that you remember that this program is designed for and run by and catered to members of the Texas Gulf Coast Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. That's the mothership. The mothership is the Texas Gulf Coast. The Chamber of Commerce that's local is called the Woodlands-Conroe Hispanic Chamber, but there's also the Katy Hispanic Chamber and the Galleria Hispanic Chamber. So those are a a couple of other uh, organizations that we have where we have groups and we have presence and things like that. We're also in Vintage Park as another Chamber of Commerce. So people ask, well, what is this thing? You know, is it a chamber of commerce or is it a networking? What is it? And, and the, the bottom line is a chamber of commerce is an organization of businesses that's together for three reasons. One is to promote commerce, to do business. So that's the first thing. The second thing is education. So we, we look for ways to educate each other to become better business owners, better business people. And we're really serious about that. And the third one is protection, advocacy, and to look out for each other. So all three of those components are put together, and that is what a Chamber of Commerce is. If your Chamber of Commerce is not doing those three things, well, then maybe we should talk, because uh, most Chambers have, have gone on for many, many years, 30, 40, 50 years, and we really respect that, that longevity and, and what they've done. Uh, but their focus now is, is more community-based. It's not necessarily all business-based. It, it's hard sometimes to do business in organizations that are designed just for business. So... That was my experience a few years ago, and that's why we started this Chamber of Commerce. Uh, the fact that we're a Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, it, it just means that we are in a part of the market, and we understand a minority market, a growing market, a growing need. And so our members are open to, to a multicultural sort of approach to commerce, to business, and I think that's smart. So we call ourselves a Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Obviously, like I said, you don't have to be Hispanic. There's no ethnic requirement. But there are about 300 businesses who have said yes to us. And we're growing very quickly every day. So if you're not a member, we, enjoy, we would uh, love to invite you to look at us and to, um, to consider us as your next Chamber of Commerce. So uh, people were asking me the other day also, well, do you guys do anything for the community? And, and well, of course, uh, we very recently were in a shelter here in Conroe uh, for victims of, of Hurricane Harvey. And there were like 20 of us. At, at the shelter. And, and so our members are very involved in the community as well. And uh, so I think that we do fulfill the definition of Chamber of Commerce, uh, although we are new. A year and a half is nothing compared to other chambers that are around here. So by all means, we respect who they are and what they're doing. Uh, I think we have a different niche in the market. We have a different feel. And uh, But again, 
We should be proud of that. You should be proud of it if you're a member. And there you go. So I'd like to tell you a little bit about, about who, who is here today with us. She um, is a longtime member. I mean, she's been a member now for about six to eight months. When she joined, one of the most important things that you will, that you will quickly know about Kelly is, is her real interest in helping others and her interest in, in being involved with a, a segment of society that, as far as I'm concerned, uh, it's, it's badly, I don't want to say neglected, but it probably is neglected to a point. Uh, and here's my big example of that. Uh, about a year ago, oh, and by the way, Kelly, Kelly Britton, welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> about a year ago, there was this flood, and, and my car flooded, right? So I drove right into Spring Creek over by mm-hmm. Luera in and, and 1960. I drove right into the creek, and I had no idea that I was driving into the creek. I just, it just, the water just came right up. Right. It was dark, you know? classic but what i was able to do is still drive the car up onto like a little mound up near near a tree so so i drove the car the engine was out of the water by all means you know mm-hmm. just a part of the a part of the back was underwater basically i stood in my car and said i'm not getting out of this car in my head right i said i'm not getting wet i don't want to get wet <laughs> you know it, but somebody uh, saw me acting like i knew what i was doing and he knocked on my window very forcefully and he said get out of your car now I said, officer, I'm going to get wet. Don't, don't make me get out. He goes, no, 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 you're in danger. Get out now. So I, I said, very reluctantly, right, because you get out to, you know, four feet of water, not four feet, three feet of water, two feet of water, and I'm there I'm, you know, squishing and squashing, and I, and I went to higher ground, as it were, that was near another house, uh, the driveway of another house. And as I turned to my right, I saw a red car, like a small Toyota Corolla, something like that. They were almost completely... Like the water had gone halfway above uh, the windows. I mean, it was really bad. But there were guys in the car helping people out of the car. And the people that were helping out of the car were, were two people that had to have been average age 85. Oh, wow. Husband and wife. And yeah, senior citizens, just unbelievable in that, you know, the, the, the firemen were so compassionate. Because I would have told them, what are you guys doing in the water? You know, I would have <laughs> said something because it was just so surprising yes. to me to see senior citizens driving in a moment where you know you're not supposed to be driving. Absolutely. You know, and they said they had to go out to get something from the pharmacy. They got caught. You don't, really don't get caught in, in flash floods. It's hard to get caught you know, because you hear so much about it before. Mm-hmm. You really do have to be either not listening or, or, <laughs> you know, not, or yeah. not paying attention. Basically, then they, they were saved, but they brought this, those people to where I was in this, this driveway, which is above, above uh, water. And, um, and someone came to, to, one of their sons came to pick them up. So they got in the truck, and I got on, you know, without even asking permission. I, once they got on, I got on, too, for a ride. And they gave me a ride, right? And, and so I asked them, what are you guys, you know, what are you doing? You know, I was, it was very puzzling to me to see a, a couple of that age underwater almost, and not even, you know, and they were as confused as you can imagine. Oh, wow. They just, and if I would have asked them their name, I probably, they probably would not have been able to respond. They were just scary situation. Very, very scary. Oh, unbelievable. You know, when, when you're in a situation like that, I don't think you understand how dangerous it is until you move away from it. Then you say, oh, my God, I just went through something real, yes. you know. So I asked them questions. They were very, very, they were in shock. And, of course, I was soaking wet. And um, I got to walk, you know, like four blocks in knee-deep mm. water home, left my car there, you know, which was an awful feeling. Mm. And uh, I left the, the, the seniors left with their son, right. So I walked home. And three days later, when the water finally receded from, from, this, from this creek, I went back to look at my car and because I was going there every day just to check it out and the water had not gone down enough for me to get in and, you know, 
see what was wrong with it. So I did what you're not supposed to do. When I finally, when the water finally went down, I went and checked out the car and I put the, the key in the switch and I clicked it and it worked. Oh, wow. And I drove right away. I still, I'm driving <laughs> it now. I'm like, oh my God, oh, wow. nothing happened to it. Other cars, you know. Very fortunate. So I was, on all accounts, I was blessed, you know. So, so, but I guess my biggest point here, my biggest point is how is it possible for us to neglect our seniors to that degree where they, are, I mean, I know that there's an independence thing that, that they really need their dignity and all that. But when they get in, into dangerous situations, it, it worries me that that some, there was nobody there to tell them not to do it. You know, it just it, they made a decision. They went out. They could have killed. They could have died. Right. You know? and, and so the need for senior care, the need for senior attention mm-hmm. is just uh, it's major. You know, and I know you know a lot about that. So yes, for sure. You know, so before we, we, we talk more about, about about senior care and about the kind of things ABC does um, quickly, let me run down some things that are happening at the chamber. Okay. Today you went to the luncheon. Yes. On Tuesdays from 1130 to 1, we have a lunch here at Another Broken Egg right off uh, 45 and at the Portofino Shopping Center. So you attended that lunch a couple of times now. Yes. It what w- do you think? Yes, it was very well attended today. Mm-hmm. Lots of great networking opportunities. Um, we had some visitors, you know, that were always um, interested in in sharing what we do at the chamber. And, you know, the chamber to me has just been a really... Um, wonderful experience because of the education. I think Mm. more than anything, you guys really pour into, especially you, Dr. Carlos, Mm. you pour into us a lot of education to help us grow our businesses. And it's more like a family um, group. You know, we support each other. We come out for each other's businesses. um, We help when we need to, um, you know, we help brainstorm and help people grow and develop. And Mm -hmm. that's what I really love about being a a member of the um, Conroe Woodlands Hispanic Chamber. You know know what the name is? People have asked me what the name, like, guys, look, we, it has all kinds of names, you know, but the bottom line is, is uh, we're an organization, we're a nonprofit, we are... We Hispanic, have, I'll say Hispanic Chamber. There you go. <laughs> we're the same charter, I mean, the, the same legal, uh, you know, makeup as any other Chamber of Commerce, uh, but the name has been an issue because uh, when we first started about a year and six months ago, a year and four months ago, um, we began to grow very quickly and we got a lot of attention, you know, from different oh, yeah. organizations. And some of them didn't like us. And, and so they sued us. They didn't sue me, but they did send me a few letters of, of what do you call these letters? <laughs> Cease and desist. Cease and desist. And these really upset lawyers would call me and say, you can't call yourself, you know, the North Houston Hispanic Chamber, which is what it was. Because the Houston Hispanic Chamber doesn't like your name. You're confusing the market. And I said, okay, never mind. I'll just change it, you know. So our, number, our members have rolled with the punches. We've had to change throughout A time. few times, yeah. Yeah, you know what? In the end, it's still us. It's still the same thing. Yeah, so, you're, you know you're doing something right when you're, you know, raising when they, eyebrows. When and, they get you know, mad. When they get upset. <laughs> and there's a few that have been. but You know, you're, you're great at social media as well, mm-hmm. and I, I love that about you. As oh, well. you're going to be on for sure. You'll see Kelly. But all right. <laughs> so today is that. But this afternoon, we have another, we have a ribbon cutting. Yes. At Core Health, Health. Chiropractic mm-hmm. and Natural Medicine. Mm-hmm. They have, they have a the, massage. The Woodlands School of Massage Therapy. Mm-hmm. And that's being inaugurated tonight yes. at 5.30. And uh, if you know where where that is, and, and I don't have the specific address. It's I over should, off Kirkendall. Yes, almost Kirkendall and and um, Woodlands Parkway. I think so. Around there. Mm-hmm. Bottom line is look it up. Look it up. Core Health. Core Health. Um, chiropractic and Natural Medicine in the Woodlands at 5.30. They promised the meatballs this time. And <laughs> I heard uh, those are infamous. Well, a few things... <laughs> You know, it's funny because about a year ago, um, and and they're right. It wasn't it wasn't them that were doing an event. Somebody else was doing an event, but Doctor Thigpen, who is the, the the principal doctor there, made some meatballs for one of our members. 
he makes these great cranberry, you know, really, really good meatballs. They're really tasty. And, <laughs> but they're, they're soaked in cranberry sauce, right? <laughs> so somebody put them on a plate, one of those flat plates, and, and they dropped them. They rolled off. And then, <laughs> yes. And then another one of our members went and squished and stepped on them. Oh. And then there we lost our deposit. I could see our deposit leaving, <laughs> like, through the door. Like, this is done. So we had it clean and hyper clean. No, they just couldn't remove the stain. Oh. You know, but because the person who stepped on him, who's still an esteemed member, uh, still we still remind him that it was him. You know, but he's not, you know, Maybe it, it is it. what it is. That, that, that <laughs> happens. So anyway, so we have that tonight. We have uh, on Thursday, we have lunch in Vintage Park. On Friday in, in Katy, we have a breakfast. So we're all over the place. Mm-hmm. And we're very, very active, about 40 events per month. And like we said, you don't have to be Hispanic to join. You just have to be interested and, and you get all these benefits. So we'll talk more about the benefits. We'll talk more to Kelly Britton with ABC uh, services in, in, in a few minutes, a couple of minutes. So uh, please stay with us and we'll be right back. Looking for a bilingual insurance company in the Montgomery County area? Since 2006, the Amel Agency is a family-owned insurance agency, and it all started with Leonard Amel. Now working with three full-time agents, offering home, auto, life, and umbrella insurance, the Amel Agency works with you to provide the insurance you need. Whether it be for your business or personal needs, they put that need first. The Amel Agency of the Woodlands is open Monday to Friday from 8 to 5. Call today at 832-299-6640 or email them anytime at info at to answer any of your questions. For more information on location and inquiries, look up Amel Agency online at amelagency.com. The Amel Agency, Montgomery County's bilingual insurance agency. We're back. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez with the Hispanic Timber Connection radio program. I am here today with Kelly Britton with ABC Senior Services. They take care of seniors. Yes. They take care of seniors in their home. Yes. So they don't have to leave their home. Absolutely. And uh, they stay with their seniors to make sure that they take their medicine, that they, they change their clothing when necessary, they bathe. All these things is what you guys do. Yes. Okay. So, so I think it's really important that we get more more information about that. Before that, though, I want to make sure that, that our audience realizes this, that our Chamber of Commerce is made up of about 50% Hispanic and 50% non-Hispanic. Because of cultural, I guess, constraints, you could call it, or just cultural nuance, Hispanic folks in general don't network the way American folks do, or the way non-Hispanics mm-hmm. network. Hispanic folks tend to be more tight-knit, more into their friends and family, more, uh, that's just a tendency, it's not everybody by any means, but and we see it reflected in the market. So when we go to networking events, you'll find it maybe 70, 30. 70% and very active are the Americans or the Anglos, mm-hmm. or the gringo, as it were. And Hispanics tend to be about 30%. And, uh, but that's just how it is. So, so what are, one of the bigger things that we have as a mission is to try to educate both sides. You know, Not only Hispanics to become more involved and, and to learn how to network, but also Americans to understand why that happens, how that works. And, and uh, how to get more involved with people who don't necessarily put so much credence on networking. Mm-hmm. It's, just a, it's just a different form of thinking, you know? And that matters to us. And, and, and I think that that uh, is part of the education we provide our members. We were talking about that, Kelly. Yes. I mean, and so when I was first approached about joining the, the mm-hmm. Hispanic Chamber, I was concerned because mm-hmm. I'm not Hispanic. Yes. And so I was like, I don't know if that would work. I don't know how that's going to work. But you know, I jumped in um, feet first because, you know, I know you're a great, uh, mem- you know, member of society and, and the community and really trusted what you were doing. Mm-hmm. And so what I learned through all of that and also through your book was, 
you know, some tips on how to gear your business mm-hmm. toward so that you can service the Hispanic population, um, such as, you know, hiring bilingual caregivers mm-hmm. and things like that um, so that we can um, be able to service them the way they need to be serviced. I sure. do understand the tight knitness of um, um, Hispanics. Sometimes mm-hmm. they tend to take care of their family more than anyone else. Absolutely. And, and so I have seen that, um, you know, throughout the, through my, throughout my work, but I do, um, definitely see the benefit of reaching out to, even to you when I have questions mm-hmm. about things and, and sure. you've been really helpful in helping me navigate yep. some of the, that and, water. And that is a big deal uh, that, um, they do have to trust you in a very big Absolutely. way before they'll let you, you know, take care of their grandmother because as a culture, it's, it's similar to the Asian culture where mm-hmm. we're, as children, we're taught, nobody takes care of your grandmother better, better than your mother. Or you had to take care of your grandmother, and it's just very thing, generational, you know? yes. And but now people think differently, but it's still ingrained, you know. Right. So, so what we talk about when we say, you know, you really have to understand some nuance. It has to do with things like this. During our meeting today, I mentioned the five Fs, right? Mm-hmm. So it's food, family, friends, faith, and fun. If you're going to have a Hispanic marketing, <laughs> you know, initiative, if and you're going to feed people, feed them real food, you know. <laughs> yes. And what I mean by real is it's, it, it, it has to contain gluten. <laughs> now, you know what I'm saying? It's like it has yeah. to be, it has to be, if you're listening, anybody that's, that's <laughs> gluten-free and vegetarian, I apologize. But this is, this is reality. You know, our tacos have to be greasy tacos. <laughs> it, it has to be a certain way. Food that speaks to them. Well, because if you take that off trying to be all smart and safe mm-hmm. and healthy, <laughs> you won't gain their trust. Right. It'll, it'll be you not accepting who they are. Right. You know? Because the way you evolved, the way you changed was through education and maybe through some suffering that you said, okay, I need to change my diet. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that because you have that diet, you have to go out and make everybody eat the same thing, you know, Absolutely. one way or the other. So you don't have to eat our food and that's, that's fine. But understanding that if you're going to a very traditional Hispanic household and you're going to bring food, no Diet Coke and none, none of this, <laughs> you know, salt-free stuff, give us, give it to us, give us the hard stuff, Yes, you know, and it'll be, it'll be. Either, either either it'll be put aside but appreciated or it'll be gobbled up by everybody. Good tip. Food, you know, so. food is always the key. And then the second one is family. You know, mm. So we're really huge on family. So being mindful of that, that, that we will have a hard time letting go of our family, including our grandparents, because for us, elders are revered, right? So, so it's, a, it's a whole different dynamic. And that has to be understood also by the caregiver. You know? So these little things are what, what make our chamber and, and what we're trying to do um, I believe just it's a different a different niche, which helps you know? sets us apart, yes, mm-hmm. among business owners, absolutely. So when you guys are called Kelly, in most cases, uh, like right now, are you guys busy right now? I imagine, right? Yes, after after the hurricane, there's a lot of um, families that are trying to put back their houses together that normally were taking care of their aging loved ones, mm-hmm. so they need a little help with that so they can um, pay attention to their their house and things like that. So so what kind of things are you guys doing then right now for those people? We help with um, what we call ADLs, which are activities of daily living. Okay. So that's anything that you and I may take for granted every day, such as being able to get, you know, put, put our pants on one leg at a time and being able to brush our teeth, comb our hair, feed ourselves, shower, and even drive ourselves around. So all of those things are activities of daily living. So, mm. you know, as um, seniors age, they begin to need a little more help with several things. It could be one thing at a time. It could be multiple things they need help with. Um, a lot of it's just companionship as right. well. So just someone mm. having someone to be with them, you know, during the day to maybe play dominoes with them, to talk about, you know, old war stories, sure. whatever they enjoy mm. doing, we, we definitely inc- incorporate that into our assessment. Mm. We do an individualized service plan where I actually go out and meet with them and find out, you know, what are some hobbies they have? What are some 
what did they do for a living before they retired? You know, what do they enjoy going out and doing in the community? What are their favorite foods? You know, so that the caregivers have something to kind of base, you know, as they begin to build a relationship with them. And it does take a good couple of weeks for, you know, caregivers and clients to really mesh and get to know each other and make a good fit. Now, how many, how many, people does one caregiver take care of we are unique because we are what we call private duty and Mm. that's a one-on-one caregiver ratio Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that is really the big benefit of being able to age in place at home and versus if you go to let's say a skilled nursing facility Mm -hmm. what some people may call a nursing home you know the caregiver ratio there may be you know 20 20 clients to one caregiver so, you know, the ratio alone makes it very difficult to get the high level of care that you might need, the personalization that you might enjoy. So having your own private caregiver at home really um, in, improves the quality of care that you're getting. Sure. Okay. And I, I imagine it takes a special person, you know, uh, to, to be able to, to sit with, with, the, with the senior and just kind of be their companion and just be with them. Yes, yes. So we are regulated through the state. um, So we have certain regulations we have to abide by. And so we always do the background checks. We check them as against something called an employee misconduct registry. Mm. But you know what I found, and and it's kind of funny, I joke, you know, some of the best caregivers I have um, came from the childcare industry at one point, or they are um, in their 50s and 60s. Those tend to be my best prime caregivers. A lot of them have either taken care of an aging loved one themselves, Mm. um, or they, you know, and the kids have grown and they just want to be able to give back. There's Mm -hmm. just a wonderful feeling about helping, you know, someone else. And so they are very dependable Mm -hmm. and very compassionate. That's one of the main things I look for, because anybody can be trained to do some of the skills we Mm -hmm. need to do. But if you're missing that compassionate mm-hmm, component, mm-hmm. that's something that really can't be taught. So we, we really look for people that have a passion for working with seniors and doing it, you know, out of the, just for the goodness of, mm-hmm. of doing good. Wow. And, okay. <clears throat> and your location, I mean, are you guys located mainly in Conroe, the Woodlands? Is that kind of your territory or do you? Yeah, are, are we, I consider us North Houston. Our main office is in Spring, okay. mm-hmm. um, kind of old town behind Old Town Spring. We cover um, Spring, the Woodlands, Conroe, Montgomery, Magnolia, and Humble. Wow, oh, so dude, we, that's a huge. We cover territory. kind of a wide territory. Okay, so so something that we didn't mention earlier, and that we have to mention for sure now, we'll mention it again in a little bit, <laughs> is your ribbon cutting. Uh, inauguration three-year anniversary yes. celebration Thursday night. Tell us about that. That is coming up this Thursday night. We're actually going to have it at our office, mm-hmm. which is um, located at 26029 Aldine Westfield Road, mm-hmm. and we're Suite 101. Um, again, like I said, that's behind Old Town Spring. But And we definitely want everyone to come out. We we love to show off our training room. We have a actual um, hospital bed and all kinds of hospital equipment set up in the training room, so all caregivers go through a, a, a rigorous training there. Mm-hmm. So that they know how to transfer people safely and how to do, you know, some of those activities of daily living, such sure. as changing briefs and things like that. So what's your phone number? Our phone number is 832-585-1941. Okay. So we're definitely going to have uh, several people out. We're going to be doing some networking. We're going to be having some door prizes and we're going to have some food, of course. Yep. We got to have food. Got to have food, real food. <laughs> Yes, I'm planning some really good meatballs, but they're not going to be as good as Dr. Well, we, we also but. accept, you know, <laughs> pigs in a blanket and stuff like that. I mean, we don't mind as long as it's... Yes. The thing is, you don't serve a crudite. You know what a crudite is? I mean, it's the, the vegetable the platter. The crunchy vegetable. <laughs> like, okay, but where's the, you know... Yeah. You know, everything, we'll have that too. everything you used to eat 40 years ago. Yes. That, that when, when we really didn't have that awareness of, of what foods actually do to you mm-hmm. is more impactful in Hispanic America than, than, than the foods we use now, which are 
you know, either they're bleached or they're 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 shredded down of all of the nutrients and stuff. I know. I don't know. It's just so yeah, different now. It's so different. Anyway, so not that there's anything wrong with it. We eat all those foods and we're happy with any kind of food, <laughs> especially when it's free. Yes. So, okay. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you also uh, something that 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 strikes me as interesting when you do reach a certain age, is a lot of your seniors might not be able to do things, but they're able to think things. You know, their minds are still very young because your mind never really ages, you know? So, so do you, do you have programs or things to help people with their awareness, with their sharpness and, and stuff like that? Yes. Um, so, you know, the baby boomer, boomer generation is aging. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're, I think we're, their last statistics I saw were about 10,000 baby boomers turn 65 every day. Wow. That's yeah. a lot of seniors mm-hmm. that are moving mm-hmm. into the, the mm-hmm. retirement population. So one thing I've noticed is that baby boomers um, have a little bit higher level of um, you know, they, they enjoy a, a higher lifestyle okay, maybe sure. than what their grandparents did. Mm-hmm. So the, the regular old nursing home is not going to work for them. Mm. They enjoy what we call five-star living. Yes. <laughs> and so they, their expectations are a little bit higher. Mm. So, you know, they really enjoy that one-on-one, having someone in their home. You know, we, we kind of call it more of a concierge service sometimes than mm-hmm. a caregiving service. If okay. some people have mm-hmm. trouble with, you know, I don't need a caregiver, you know. Sure. So, you know, who doesn't love a concierge service? You know, someone to come and kind of be their personal assistant and help them with things, go grocery shopping. Mm. But, you know, one of the things we really work on is um, brain games. Um, I am really a big advocate for the Mm -hmm. Alzheimer's Association. Yes. And so I do a lot of public speaking on ways to help improve your brain health. And so one of those is actually doing some brain games and keeping the brain active. So okay. reading, you know, um, doing brain games on, uh, you know, games on the, the computer or um, just keeping active, going out and doing social activities. We individualize, like I said, the care plans to whatever they need. And if that amazing. means taking them out to a group activity, taking them to go play their um, bunco or their bridge or whatever it is, we want to keep them active member of society because that really helps combat some of that loneliness. Absolutely. So always best care. Is your business? This yes. Is, you own the business. How long have you have you been in this in this field? We um, have been open. We just celebrated our you know third year anniversary, so we've been doing it about three years in this area. Mm. I am actually a longtime healthcare um, worker, so I am a registered and licensed dietitian by trade. And so one of the things I did was a consultant in those mm. skilled nursing facilities, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I was able to see firsthand um, you know the the care concerns that seniors, you know, were having in those types of communities. Sure. Um, and so as a dietitian, I really like to work with them to help modulate some of the symptoms of aging. Absolutely. You know, through some of the nutrition and some of the brain health foods and superfoods and things like that. Superfoods. So you recommend things like garlic and Oh, stuff? like avocados and blueberries and tacos? No, I guess tacos sam- is not salmon. A right? No, that doesn't make the superfood no. list. <laughs> Or we can put avocado in tacos. We can put some and, avocado on it, yeah. And some, you know, tomatoes and things like that. So Okay. So so I, I think it's really interesting, all the things. I mean, your background has to be really, really extensive to do this responsibly and to be able to take care of people. And and it's such a big responsibility. Like if people call in sick, like during the hurricane and things like that, that you had to mobilize and make sure you took care of everyone. Yes, yes. So it was a logistic, mm-hmm. um, you know, c- c- issue we had. But of course, because we are licensed through the state, we are required to have an emergency preparedness plan. Mm-hmm. And so we were able to institute that, you know, quite um, seamlessly. And we were able to triage the clients that absolutely could not be left alone. Wow. And we were able to match the caregivers that were able to get out of their um, their neighborhoods. Wow, and so that good. we were able to work and, and do the ones we could. So. so so we're here with Kelly Britton with ABC Senior Services. Uh, if you want to take care of your senior citizens, if you want, 
more attention or if you want to make sure that they are with a reliable service, call 832-585-1941. It looks like a four. One nine four one. When we come back, we'll talk more specifically with Kelly. Uh, really interesting. Um, so we'll be right back. Please stay with us. Looking for a bilingual insurance company in the Montgomery County area? Since 2006, the Amel Agency is a family-owned insurance agency, and it all started with Leonard Amel. Now working with three full-time agents, offering home, auto, life, and umbrella insurance, the Amel Agency works with you to provide the insurance you need. Whether it be for your business or personal needs, they put that need first. The Amel Agency of the Woodlands is open Monday to Friday from 8 to 5. Call today at 832-299-6640 or email them anytime at info at amelagency.com to answer any of your questions. For more information on location and inquiries, look up Amel Agency online at amelagency.com. The Amel Agency, Montgomery County's bilingual insurance agency. We're back. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez with the Hispanic Chamber Connection radio program. I'm here with Kelly Britton with ABC Senior Services. Kelly Britton has, is committed to helping people and working with people who reach a certain age where your mind is still very active, but your body maybe is not working the same as it used to. And they might need help uh, with everything from, from just changing, changing things at home to changing things on your body, uh, clothing and and uh, brushing your teeth or your hair and things like that. So there's all kinds of wonderful services that that Kelly and her her company provide. And um, so thanks again for being here, Kelly. Yes. And so could you give us a rundown again on just basically what kind of people you work with, who who are your main, you know, uh, I guess referral partners, and, and give us again the definition of your company, if you would. Sure. So again, I'm Kelly Britton with Always Best Care Senior Services. And so we specialize in private duty in-home care, and free assisted living placement in the North Houston area. So we enjoy working with seniors who want to be able to stay in play at home and age in place. And, um, you know, most people don't want to pack up their 40 years of life at a home and move into a small apartment. So the ideal situation is to be able to stay at home. And so we help those seniors be able to stay there. We help them with activities of daily living, um, such as, you know, grocery shopping, medication reminders, um, meal preparation, personal care, grooming, um, companionship, and all those those wonderful things that help them become stay independent at home. So how can someone reach you? So you can reach us, um, obviously, through our office number. It's 832-585-1941. We also have a website. It's abcthewoodlands.com, where you can find lots of information on there. We're always looking for great caregivers. You can apply directly on there as well. Um, and, uh, you know, we work with a lot of referral partners in the community, and we just like to be, um, you know, a one-stop source for seniors. So if we can't help you, we can definitely plug you into a business in the community that can definitely help you. Well, thank you, Kelly. Thanks a lot for, for all that information. I think it's really important. At what point, though, should I make that decision? I mean, you know, like the parents who I see, they're obviously, you know, they, they are not who they were before by any means. And they, maybe they're struggling a little bit. How do I make, I mean, I can't make that decision for them. Right, what, that's, a, that's a great question. How do you help? What, what, what do I do? <laughs> great question. So there, there are a lot of challenges with that. So a lot of times we'll get calls from the children of the aging mm-hmm. parents mm-hmm. with some concerns. Mm-hmm. And of course, some concerns that, you know, you might notice or 
Um, maybe they've got some dings on their car because right. they shouldn't be driving. Maybe they're forgetting to take their medications. Maybe their home isn't as kept as well as usual. Maybe, you know, your great aunt who always has her red lipstick on all of a sudden doesn't care and doesn't put her lipstick on anymore. So those are changes mm. that people can pick up on, um, especially with the holidays coming up. It's mm. really a um, good time because you're going to be more in contact with some aging family members. What do you mean holidays coming up? Uh, can pe- you believe that? People I know. yesterday, was it? I think one of, our, one of our esteemed members, Julie Peters, at a meeting yesterday said, I have my holiday catalog with me. Like, holiday catalog. I know, you're, you're, you're trying to pretend it's not coming, but it is. But it's amazing how fast it's coming, yes. too. So, you know, with, you know, with Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and Christmas, you're going to be spending a lot more time with extended mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. And so that's a really good time to pick up on some of these small little no, you know nuances. Sure. Even just giving someone a hug, you might mm-hmm. be able to notice they've lost a lot of weight. Right. They feel thinner. Maybe they're not showering as much as they used to, and they have some body odor. So there's mm. a lot of things you might pick up on. But how do you introduce it, though? So that, that's a challenge. So, you know, we, we try to do it as a group. We try to make mm. sure that the family is in, involved with the client. Mm-hmm. We want to sit everybody down together. So one of the things we do is we offer a free in-home assessment. There's no obligation. And we come and sit down with the family and kind of see what the needs are. Like, what's going on? What prompted them to call us today? Sure. And then we begin to kind of put together some resources. And so mm. if we're not the best fit, we'll definitely plug them into some resources that are. You know, because I ask that because I know that the son that picked up the parents when we were flooded uh-huh. um, didn't didn't act as though it was a big deal. <laughs> it's like know? they've done it before. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's as though he's heard it before, you know, like, OK, I got to pick you guys up. You're underwater. OK, I'll just pick you up and take you a different way because you couldn't get past the river, you know. And it didn't seem to me I didn't feel that he was as worried about their health than the firemen. Yeah, and I, and I think, you know, what I've noticed a lot too is family caregivers really tend to um, step up mm-hmm, and do the mm-hmm, best they can. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they get burnt out. Sure, you know, things happen. Enough, when, yeah. you're, when you're trying to, you know, maybe you're still in the age where you've got kids at home. You're trying to run a business. You're trying to, you know, do your volunteer activities. And then you still got to go by and take care of mom and dad or worry about them or right. get those calls in the middle of the night mm-hmm, when they fall mm-hmm. and you got to go pick them up. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it becomes a, a, a real challenge. And so we want to be that resource, that help you know, to kind of step in and kind of help them. Sure. And in a lot of family members, you know, I've noticed they really don't like to cross that um, that personal care mm-hmm, barrier. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. don't want to be helping mom or dad in the shower um, because right. of dignity or personal oh, issues. Absolutely. So, you know, I think um, offsetting those those chores to a, a, a company like us would be, you know, an ideal situation to help protect some of that relationship. You know, like I've made a deal with my wife. She has to be able to change my <laughs> diaper or, or it's not going to happen. I mean, you know. <laughs> We'll come well, and do that, Carlos. Well, you know what I mean? So, so, but those kinds of things, I, I'm sure. Right. I and mean, we joke, but they're very, very meaningful. Yeah, and I and I truly understand the personal dynamics that goes mm. on with family situations. Sure. You know, my father was, um, was very young when he passed away, mm. and my mom and sister are both nurses. So, mm. you know, he, his goal, he was one of those old farmer guys and said, don't ever put me in a nursing home. You know, mm. don't ever take me to the hospital. I want to stay here on the wow, farm. Sure. So we were all able to pitch in, come together, you know, come up with a care plan where we can all take turns, yeah, kind of pitch uh, in and help yeah. in. So it is very difficult. I understand mm-hmm. the strain of that, even when you're professionals like yeah. nurses that are doing the mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. It's so emotionally taxing. Mm-hmm. So I understand, you know, the need and the desire of honoring someone's wish. You know, I had a brother who had multiple sclerosis. And mm-hmm. for the past, the last 10 years of his life, he was he was incapacitated. I mean, he was in bed basically, right? So, to care for him without the care of of the hospital and, and, a, and a special unit of people would have been impossible. Just you just impossible. can't do it all by you yourself. You just don't know what to do, right? And my mother could never. I mean, he's a big guy like me. Right? He's like six foot tall, big person. 
My mother could never pick him up and help him around. Right, right. It's, it's just impossible to care for someone. So there's different things, and there's different things that will prompt you to think, okay, do I need to call uh, ABC uh, Senior Services? Mm-hmm. Or, or you know, do I need to call somebody like you? Because right now, you're, they're just not able to take care of the way they should be taking care of their parents or someone. Yeah, and safety is a big issue. You mm-hmm. know, And you want to you wanna outsource some of those things to professional caregivers so that you can then be the family. Right. You right. can go and talk to them about, you know, just be companion, be friends, mm-hmm. and not have to worry about what all is on their to-do well, list. That's a big deal because, you know, even my mom these days, right? My, my mother's 75 years old, and my sisters take care of her. I have five sisters. Oh, wow. They're all named Maria. It's the whole thing. Okay, <laughs> so I know. It's a Hispanic thing. So they take care of mom. Yeah, she lives in Mexico. And, and but frequently my mother falls. She has mm. issues, right? Mm-hmm. She's, she's, but she won't, she will not move out of her house. We call that stubborn. We have a lot uh, of stubborn. My mom's, my mother's clients. beyond stubborn. She's, <laughs> she's broken her hip and her shoulder, all kinds of different yeah. things. And still, so, so on, on Facebook and on other means of social media, my sisters communicate saying, okay, I bathed her. Now she's, she's ready to go to church. You know, they do things for her, but all of that without five, they're teaming up and helping, I, I can, literally, I can think that's impossible. Right. She's blessed to have five of mm-hmm. them really pitching and, and helping. And still caring yeah. enough to mm-hmm. do it, you yes. know? Because I know for sure, just like this guy who picked up his parents, he's probably burned out a little bit. Because his parents, oh, come on, in the middle of the night, well, it's at 8 p.m., and they're driving in the dark in a it's, flooding it's area. It's inevitable. Yeah, that happens. And we and what we call that is respite care, when you mm-hmm. just need a little break. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we'll even, in, over the summer, you know, we'll just, we'll come and sit with somebody just for a short term because the family goes on vacation. See, I didn't know you had that. So, so maybe sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, they're the ones that check in on grandma or grandpa, but then they're going on vacation. So yeah. who's going to do that? Mm-hmm. So we can just do some short-term things like that. We actually also do post-surgical um, needs. So people that have knee replacements, mm-hmm. hip replacements, they may just need care for about six weeks because when they get home, they can't drive. They can't. So let me ask you this thing. Yeah, what's, what's your most common your most common client these days? I mean, who are the most common people who call you? Lately, we've been having a lot of um, widows, widow, mm. widow men. And so, you know, the women are the ones that typically did everything for them. Yeah. And so they're kind of lost and they need some assistance with grocery shopping and meal preparation and just some companionship. And depression, right? I mean, and, yeah. Are... And so kind of combating that depression and helping them get out and do some of those things. Um, you know, so we get a lot of those. We get it. We do get some post-surgical in the woodlands. We get a lot of plastic surgeries. Sure. Um, <laughs> Gotta be so, good. you know, there, there are some people that, you know, just temporarily can't do some things, but it's a short-term need. No, and it doesn't have to be a certain age, does it? Right. We're, do, we're licensed for anyone over the age of 18. So, wow. yeah, okay. so we just can't do pediatrics. We're introducing some new mommy care and mm-hmm. things like that, where we're not going to be there for the baby, but we're there to help the mother, the new mother, who's, okay. you know, maybe the, the mother came in and flew in, the grandmother came in and helped, but then she had to fly back out. And now the mom's at home with the baby. She needs some help with laundry some meal preparation, you guys do that some too. grocery shopping. Again, it's that concierge service, you know, where we can help her to get to nap when the baby's napping, sure. you know. You know, that's interesting. I don't think that's the awareness of people. People, I, even myself, I mean, I'm learning something new because I, I did believe it was more senior care. Well, we do a lot of that. That's primarily sure. what we do, yeah. But, you know, we, 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 again, call it a concierge service. So anybody that can benefit from having a, a personal assistant that can kind of do whatever they direct, mm. you know, that's... um some of that light housekeeping, that meal preparation, even if it's personal care, you know, those types of things. We do specialize in Alzheimer's care as well. So, okay. you know, depending on what the needs are. So tell us the, the general territory again, Kelly, please. We cover the North Houston area. So Spring, Conroe, Woodlands, Montgomery, Magnolia, and Humble. Okay. And uh, the number, of course, is 832? 585-1941. Okay. So free assessment. I mean, they can talk to you to figure out Absolutely. what they need to do. Absolutely, nothing, nothing. Yeah, we just sit and talk, and we just find out what the what the plan is. And again, if we can't help you, there's lots of community resources. 
you know, adult daycares and assisted livings. Um, we also try to help match make seniors mm. with communities if that's something they want. So, for instance, if they're no longer able to stay at home, maybe the budget doesn't allow and they do need to, to move into an assisted living, mm-hmm. we can help match make them to a community Wow. Okay. based on their location, desired location, their budget and the care that they need. Sure. sure. And a lot of that is not covered by... by... That's probably one of the biggest misconceptions I hear. I, I get a lot of phone calls. You know, people think that Medicare is going to cover all this long-term care mm-hmm. in between. So you, you know, you fall, you break a hip, you go to the hospital, you have surgery, you go to rehab. That's all covered. Then they send you home. Right. And they think that you're medically stable, but maybe you still can't stand for a long period mm-hmm. of time. Maybe you can't drive for a long period of time. So again, those are those what we call non-medical care, yeah. non-medical needs. Because mm-hmm. then it's you and your 12 cats. Right. Yeah, I mean, who's <laughs> going to take care of the cats? Yeah, right? so that that's not covered. So we we do accept long-term care insurance. Okay. So that if that's something that you know you have, we can definitely file and work with that. We accept veterans' aid and attendance pension. Wow. Um. So that's something we can help. We always ask if there's a veteran in the family that we can try to uh, match up with some 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 things and then private pay. Very good. So this is a lot of information for sure, Kelly. So people will have to call you. No questions. When we come back, we're going to talk about some events that you have coming up, some yes. things that you have coming up that you guys are supporting, and, um, and other interesting items. So we'll be right back. Please stay with us. Looking for a bilingual insurance company in the Montgomery County area? Since 2006, the Amel Agency is a family-owned insurance agency, and it all started with Leonard Amel. Now working with three full-time agents, offering home, auto, life, and umbrella insurance, the Amel Agency works with you to provide the insurance you need. Whether it be for your business or personal needs, they put that need first. The Amel Agency of the Woodlands is open Monday to Friday from 8 to 5. Call today at 832-299-6640 or email them anytime at info at amelagency.com to answer any of your questions. For more information on location and inquiries, look up Amel Agency online at amelagency.com. The Amel Agency, Montgomery County's bilingual insurance agency. We're back. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez with the Hispanic Chamber Connection Radio for and by members of the Texas, okay, Texas Gulf Coast Hispanic Chamber, or you might know us as the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber. Guys, don't worry about the name. Just (laughs) focus. It'll be okay. Uh, We are a chamber of commerce that's very mobile all over town and many, many events and many opportunities for you to network. Today, we're speaking with Kelly Britton with ABC Senior Services, Kelly has some incredible and just great information. I think it's very heartwarming to know there are organizations out there who care for the people that we can't always care for. It's it's very difficult, and I know because I've lived it personally, to take care of family members and still maintain a, a regular sort of routine and, and, and all the things that go in with loss of dignity, I think is so mm-hmm. major. You know, I remember when my father uh, fell ill to, to lung cancer, uh, he just didn't want us to look at him. And he had real issues when I mean, he was in the hospital. He would say, don't even come visit me. I don't want to see you. Right. Because of how bad he felt that he he, he felt he was letting us down. Mm-hmm. All the dignity issues that come up. And you guys are real sensitive to that. And I think that that really matters. You know, To have even someone to talk to about these things. Absolutely. Because half the time the hospitals either don't know, don't care, or can't do it. They're too busy. Mm-hmm. You know, So so for sure, it, it's a great organization. Guys, if, if you're listening and you have any kind of questions, by all means, give Kelly give Kelly a call. Get your answers, uh, I'm sorry, get your questions answered. And uh, and so, okay, so we have something coming up, Kelly. This is something else that I think that uh, our listeners are, are 
should be really interested in this because adults, well, not even adults, just Alzheimer's in general is a pretty big issue in our country. And it's, it's something that, that almost everybody gets touched by. It's just like cancer that, you know, either yourself, your family, or someone you know has been touched by this illness. And just important to understand kind of what are the ramifications? What are, what are, what, what's really happening right now from your point of view with Alzheimer's? Yes. Um, so, you know, for me personally, I, my grandmother suffered with Alzheimer's and mm-hmm. passed away in 2005. So, you know, I, I know the um, struggle that families have and it's so much, it's so difficult for the families, the, mm-hmm. the, the client that's suffering with Alzheimer's oftentimes is not aware of a lot of things that are going on. So it's more detrimental to the family and to mm-hmm. see the families, you know, suffer and, and, you know, take it personal when the family sure. doesn't recognize them and doesn't remember things. It's, it's a very devastating disease. Mm. So one of the things we do, Always Best Care is a national supporter of the, Al- the Walk to End Alzheimer's. Okay. And so I am on the committee, <clears throat> the walk committee this year, and um, we are having a, a walk that's coming up in October. It's October the 7th at Town Green Park in the Woodlands. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be at 9 o'clock that morning. So um, we're, we're going to have everybody come out. Our goal is to walk to raise funds to help find a cure for Alzheimer's. And so, you know, that's why we're going to be out there and we've got teams going on. You can feel free to visit um, alzheimers.org slash walk if you would like to start your own team in honor or in memory of someone who has Alzheimer's, or you can join a current team that's already in place. Mm. But our goal is to really help um, find that cure and raise funds. We're, we're hoping to give away the first white flower this year in the flower garden, which is our mission. And um, and that's going to be to the first survivor of Alzheimer's. Because currently there is no cure for Alzheimer's. Mm. So, so it's, a, it's a degenerative. It's, it's basically progressive. It's something that gets it's, worse over it's time. It's progressive. It gets worse over time. Um, it's just, it's very devastating. Can we say that it's manageable at this point, Kelly? What do you think? Yes, there's medications. Um, there's, um, you know, just the, the care, mm-hmm. um, the interactions, a lot of the memory care um, that that we do goes into a lot of that brain stimulation and sure. things to recall, help recall memories. Um, you know, whether it's, um, you know, if it's a gentleman who was in the war or mm-hmm. he worked mm-hmm. with his hands with tools, you know, we try to get them in touch with those feelings and because it helps them recall those memories. Absolutely. They have much better long, you know, long-term memory mm. than they do that short-term memory. I so see. they often tend to regress and ask, you know, where's my mom, where's my dad, mm. you know, when they're 80 years old. Sure, sure. So they remember those details a lot more clearer. So do do in you guys mind. do memory care as well, Kelly, or do you handle some of that? Yes, we do. We, we absolutely have caregivers that um, are specialized in memory care and we mm. do that at the home. And the goal is for the care, the client to be able to stay at home. I see. Family. Okay. So, okay. So the walk, Basically, I put on a ribbon. Do I get a ribbon? You well, you can get a T-shirt. <laughs> we get a T-shirt. It's only fifty bucks, but but you know it's for a good cause, right? Yes, yes. And, and basically, the walk is it what like two or three blocks, or is it a, a long? It's going to be about a mile, so um, it'll it'll have you know everything will be mapped out. It's a pretty easy walk, and um, there'll be lots of vendors out there. There'll be lots of volunteers out mm. there. We'll have lots of food and things like that to give away. Um, and, you know, we just want, and people will bring their pets out. I mean, there's, it's just a really fun time. Um, and there'll be some some people talking about, and um, there'll be a, someone who's suffering with Alzheimer's that'll give their story and, hmm. you know, about family members that are dealing with it. For so sure. it's all and, about that. And the big idea is I think most of our members are aware because of family and because of friends and things mm-hmm. about this. So I think it'd be a great idea if we just keep talking about it, you know, just to make sure that it, at our events that you have a few moments to talk about it. 
Yes, and at our open house, um, this our our ribbon cutting on Thursday. When is this ribbon cutting? The ribbon cutting is actually going to be this Thursday, the 14th, and um, from 5:30 to 7:30 at our office, the Always Best Care office, located at 26029 Aldine Westfield Road, Suite 101 in Spring, Texas. So we're actually going to have um, some raffles going on. We're going to give away a $500 gift card um, with $5 um, raffle tickets. So wow. be sure and, mm-hmm. you know, come out and, and purchase some of that. And that all those um, donations go towards the Alzheimer's walk. Okay. All right. So, and that's not that far away from the Woodlands, right? I mean, it's right down the street. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Easy to get to. Easy to get to. Because I do have some members. This is curious. It's funny, but, you know, at the same time, kind of sad who... Uh, well, I wouldn't say it's sad. It's just what it is. They, they get offended if you tell them to go anywhere south of like Rayford, uh, you know. Like, well, it's sounds, just it's just Tulaweta, so it's they, not. Too and they don't far. get badly offended, <laughs> but they're like, what? I'm not trying to, you know, because I've, I've yeah. asked them, go, go, you know, go to Vintage Park. I'm not going to Vintage Park. I'm the Woodlands Zone. So, and I get it. You know, it's yeah. ter- it's, it's you're comfortable. You don't like moving around yeah. outside of the Woodlands. It's cool, but you're not that far away. Yeah, it's not that far. And, you know, another thing we have coming up is, you know, we one of the things that frustrates me and, and other people is when we get those calls mm-hmm. for care, mm-hmm. a lot of times people can't afford right. the care. So mm-hmm. then they're really left in a difficult situation. Sure. So when you fail to plan or you don't have a plan, mm-hmm. your your resources or your options become very limited sure. at that point. So, uh, again, we like to be out educating in the community, trying to get the younger population mm-hmm. to kind of wrap their head around, okay, let's get a plan together before there's a crisis, sure. before sure. there's a healthcare crisis. Mm-hmm. So we do these senior seminars in the community. So we do have one coming up in October. We're going to be having it here at um, the Carriage Inn in Conroe. Mm-hmm. It's a great independent living um, community um, that's close by here. And so we're going to have it on October the 23rd and October the 24th. So those are free seminars. You can come out and learn um, from an elder law attorney, um, you know, a long-term care expert, and wow. myself will be there. So again, we're trying to be a one-stop shop for everybody. And what are you guys doing at, at Lone Star College? At, at Lone Star College, um, we work with the Adult Lifelong Learning Program. Mm. And so that is a wonderful program. I've been a member of uh, participating in that for about um, four or five semesters now. I've heard about it. And so mm. I really enjoy it. So it's anyone that's 50 and over, okay. you know, you pay a one-time fee. I think it's like only $40 for the whole semester. Wow. And you can come out and take any class that is offered through the Adult Lifelong Learning Program. And most of the campuses have it. I do mm. teach at the Montgomery campus. Um, but I believe, you know, Kingwood and Tom sure. Ball and North Harris have it as well. Um, but I teach a couple classes. I teach one on senior care options to mm-hmm. help people kind of wrap their head around how much, you know, senior care is going to cost, and you know, at some point. Sure. And then also I teach one on brain health. Eat wow. smart for a healthier brain because, super you know, foods. I want to make sure we want to keep those superfoods in our diet. We've been talking to Kelly Britton, ABC Senior Services. Guys, uh, ladies and gentlemen of the audience, if you know someone or if you yourself would like to, to explore options and find out what you can do, to take care of your seniors, take care of yourself, please give Kelly a call at 832-585-1941. Thank you for being on the show, Kelly. Very welcome. Thank you. I thought this was a very, very interesting program, very interesting show. We appreciate everything you're doing, and we hope to have you back real soon. I really appreciate you guys. Thank you. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez signing off with the Hispanic Chamber Connection. Thank you for being with us. We'll see you again next week. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, 
contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.